I'm Dr. Pete Economo, the East Coast psychologist. And I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin, the West Coast psychologist. And this is When East Meets West. All right. Hi, it's Dr. Nikki Rubin, and we are going to talk about coping today. And I love obviously, coping. I, you know, me too. I love coping as well. Um, you know, don't always love that we have to use it, right? <laughs> <laughs> But thank goodness we have it to use. Um, yes, thank goodness we have it to use. So, um, you know, Pete, do you want to start by just uh, talking a little bit about, like, you know, when you hear the word coping, and obviously it's a word that's thrown around a lot, sort of, uh, you know, well, I out think in the world. Yeah, I mean, it is totally. And I think it's right. funny because we could also say that initially, as we thought about this episode, we thought it would be coping with COVID. And yes. I think we, we just think it's more important. We cope with no matter what is faced with us. And I think. Yes. The way that we think about coping is that it is just the way that you manage stress. And obviously, you and I as behaviorists, we think about what can I do to make a situation a little yeah. bit more tolerable. I know we hate that yeah. word. Do you hate well, that word? I, well, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the word. I mean, we use tolerance. It's more like how can we – maybe let's, let's switch it to like how can we navigate. I like right. that word. How can yes. we navigate things that are difficult? Yeah. And the other thing I find myself is building a relationship, you know, like how do I build a relationship with the fact that I'm going to feel anxious when I get on a plane or yes. I'm going to yes. have, you know, crowded trains are not that enjoyable. <laughs> right. <laughs> For most people, frankly. Yeah. Have you For ever most... been on a crowded train and been like, yes, I, I have not. And that's, you know, one thing I enjoy about living in Los Angeles. <laughs> you don't, yeah. you know, we'd have to do that a lot. If we, you know, not at well, your not traffic. As... Have you ever gotten in traffic and said, yes, that's I'm in this, traffic yeah. again. No, I have not. That's a fair, <laughs> fair point. Fair point here. Yeah. So, so when you, when you hear coping or like, I would say what most people say out in the world is like, what are your coping strategies? What are your coping strategies? Right? Like what, yes. like what does that mean to you as a human? And then also as a psychologist? Yeah. So what do I do to build a relationship with the experience? What do I do to accept the experience? You know, what do I do um, to, you know, to, to try and make a situation, um, more manageable, like we yeah. just said. So, yeah. so things that I do personally, well, meditation is a big piece of my life, mm-hmm. you know, and that's mm-hmm. something that we've talked a lot about. So I think I've noticed that, and we always joke that on the outside, I have this like very peaceful persona, <laughs> but really on the inside, I'm like, go, go, go. And, you know, yes. I have three full-time jobs right now as we think about, you know, as uh-huh. we sit here recording this. Um, and so, because it is that inner relationship. And so, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I really can go, 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 but also like, it doesn't matter. And so that's been meditation has brought that to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Exercise is a big piece of my coping Mm -hmm. mechanism. Oreos. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Double stuff. Yeah. Amen. uh Yeah. Yeah, uh Well, you take the double stuff off and you actually put two double stuff together. So it's quadruple stuff. Oh, see, that makes me a little nauseous thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a judgmental way, just in a what my <laughs> what my my minimal sweet tooth can tolerate because I'm not toler- you know, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Well, and how about a spoonful of Nutella on that? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I definitely get that goes into to it. show <laughs> the gradient of our sweet tooth. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Sweet tooth. Yes, sweet tooth. No sweet tooth. Yeah. Sweet tooth. Whatever. Sweet tooth. Yes. Okay, so so for you, you know, you're um, a lot of things that are sort of these um, again very important um, behavioral. Um, uh, I'm going to use the word strategies again, strategies, you know, meditation, exercise, which for me, same thing. Um, I, I mean, I really have the experience though, is a lot of times when people are asked about their coping strategies, those are the ones that they go to, which again, not, not that those are bad or wrong. Those are an integral part of what we're doing. Um, but I also really want people to be thinking about, uh, coping as, as you're saying, like the relationship with what's hard is how they're, experiencing their emotions and, and how they're thinking about what's happening. Is that something that 
you know, that you consider when you're thinking about. Yeah, well, I think in a previous episode, we talked about like covert and overt, you know, behaviors. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the same for coping. So yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes people use like counting numbers or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, visualization, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, um, but I do think about it as a skill. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So whether it's covert, overt, whether it's behavioral or emotional, I think we talked about like, there's also like an emotional coping. Yes. I don't know if we talk much about that, but I I certainly think of like Daniel Goleman's work with like emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. sort of thinking about what's my understanding of my, my emotion, what's my understanding of my emotion? um, And am I emotionally intelligent? Because like, we all feel anger, we all feel Mm -hmm. sadness, we all feel Mm -hmm. jealousy, like the negative emotions. Yes. But how do we, how do we feel them? Yeah. And well, and you know, I, this is gonna, I'm gonna weave this into coping as well. So what you just said was like our negative emotions, which I, again, hear sort of like out in the world a lot. And, um, I am definitely not a fan of the phrase negative emotions or positive emotions. Right. Cause like, I think that actually, um, does a disservice to people when they're trying to, to navigate, um, their emotional experience or try to cope with them because then it's like, they're negative. We don't want to have them. Right. right. But like you said, we all feel those things. So, you know, I don't think a lot of times people consider that part of coping is um, about making space um, yeah. for things that we don't want, you know? And that's, that, well, that's mindfulness, right? There's, yeah, totally. There's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. neutral. Like we're not yes. getting to a yeah. negative or a positive yeah. experience. Yeah. And really, yeah. I think of Brene Brown's work, you know, around, you know, and yeah. I love that, that what she found is that in order for me to experience positive emotion, like we all want, that positive right, emotion. Yeah. Yes. You have to leave Pete's using, Pete's, he's using air quotes right now in case. I just, <laughs> <laughs> he said you. Po- positive in air quotes. Just right. <laughs> because we don't like saying positive or negative. Yeah, we, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but again, but we all want to feel peace. You know, it's, yes, it's sort of like yes. I, you, we want to give, we want to alleviate pain. Yes. You know, we are healers. And this is where I get like a hippie. I say <laughs> people, you know, yes. we are yes. healers. And, yes. and people come to us because they want to, feel more positive things. Yes. And at least I think what, what I feel coping, here we go, bring it yes. back. Yeah. I think uh-huh. that we try and push away the negative. Yes. Rather the coping is letting them be there. Correct. Exactly. And finding yes. a space for them all to be together. Yes. Well, yeah. and actually, you know, uh, one thing I, I find myself talking a lot about is um, I'll say, you know, in my practice, I'll say to students that I feel like it's this secret of the universe, which it's not actually a secret. The, you know, Eastern <laughs> spiritual systems have been talking about this for thousands of years, that right. there's this, to me, fascinating paradox that if we want to cope more effectively, if we want to have more um, comfort in our lives, I'll use that word instead of, you know, positivity, have more right. comfort in our lives, it actually requires starting with making room to embrace what we don't want. That's right. And it just never ceases to fascinate me, frankly. I mean, really, I'm just like, you want more comfort? You can have more comfort. First, you got to welcome in the discomfort. Oh, and that's what we talked about last episode related to culture. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to grow and make some change? Well, you have to have the tough talks. Yeah, totally. You know, you have to feel uncomfortable and say, you know, that you 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 do have privilege or that you don't understand what it's like to be black, you know, and, and those are things that like yeah. his, his, socially, you know, they, th- what are those things they say not to talk about, right? You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about politics, politics race, race, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so we have to talk about it, you know, and, yes. and I, I found with clients, like I, I, they have relationships where they don't talk about money, let's say. Yeah. You know, that's another yes. thing, you know, and then what, 
it's like, you know, or I mean, I'll straight up say this, like, you know, I, I've had yeah. people close to me that like their partners didn't know in my personal life, mm-hmm. their partners didn't know about the will. Mm, you know, and I'm yeah. like, what kind of relationship actually is that? Because I get it's a tough conversation, but have it. Yep. Have a tough conversation. Well, and, and I think, you know, again, bringing it back to coping here, right? If we can reframe coping, not as something that's about just like white knuckling through an experience or trying to make an uncomfortable experience good or positive, you know, because again, I think that's sort of like how it's talked about more generally, like how do I cope with this hard thing to make it, to make it better, to make it good. Like what if we were instead to approach this as like coping really means um, welcoming in these hard conversations, these hard experiences in the service of evolving, of growing. I don't know. I, sort of just. I'm yeah, not. Well, I'm not also, really framed it that way before in my mind. I think coping is a different. I'm having. I'm having a learning. moment here. I'm having, having a, a moment. Yeah. yeah I'm having, having a learning moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that an aha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also wonder, like, I was, I was having compassion for you in that aha moment. I wonder how you find compassion as a part of coping. Well, that's like, a, I have like a cute little like bumper. That would. You know, that would. Yes. They don't uh-huh. really do bumper stickers yeah. anymore, do they? <laughs> I think they well, you know, I, I think they, I think they do. I think I, I've probably they're in LA. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I was like, we got, we got a lot of bumper stickers. <laughs> I, I've, I see my fair share of them. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and it's again, like if if coping, if we redefine coping as navigating discomfort yeah. as opposed to dealing with it, you know, eliminating, eliminating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Compassion is going to be a big part of it, right? Because it's yeah. going to be about welcoming in in a kind way what we don't want in the service of growth and the service of evolution, you know? And well, this and, is so hard though. You know, I, you I and know. I do this and it's so, it, it, and it does make sense that it's sort of like, as I sit here, I'll say like, I still wish I didn't feel the anxiety I felt on a plane. I know. Right. And so like, yeah. how, how do we truly navigate, you know, this, this discomfort? And I think it is something that we, we are used to. So like, I'll just say as like a high performer, former athlete, like we do white knuckle, you know, yeah. you know, it, we're almost, we're conditioned that way. So if we think about conditioning and learning theory, yes. you know, that I've cried in my goggles during training because it hurts so yes. much. And it was just like, suck it up and keep going. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. and that's often, and that's often how coping is talked about, right? Like cope with yeah. it, deal with it, you know? And, yeah. um, and look, and, and, uh, in academics, we're also <laughs> we're also taught to to white yeah. knuckle, um, unfortunately. Um, got a grant too. Get it in. Yeah, yeah, get it yeah. in. You know, yeah. you've got you know fifty five uh, responsibilities as as a graduate yeah. student. Too yeah. bad. That's what everybody is for. You. That's grad school. Uh, that's grad school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, God, I, I wish I had you as a supervisor during grad school. I wish I wish I had you as a supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> You say that to everybody. No, I mean it. I know, we don't. (laughs) We really don't. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that this concept of of coping – I think I think we need to shift how we're how we're thinking about it. Frankly, I mean, I think that's you know sort of what you and I are are teasing out right now. That coping, um, I don't know what you think about this, but maybe could be thought of instead as um, you know a tool in our toolbox. in in the process of of growth here as opposed to sort of like a means to an end like get through this one thing 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, does that make sense? A hundred percent. And I think that that's that Eastern principle. And my mom used to mm-hmm. say, life sucks and then you die. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my mom's a very positive person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's that radical acceptance, you know, of yes. this idea yeah, yeah. that, uh, and th- so it is an Eastern, you know, science to say like, we do suffer, you know, and so what I find is that a lot of people that I work with, thankfully, you know, are, are relatively, they're healthy and they're looking for improvement. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that I really love about my, my life. I mean, I've trained with really sick people mm-hmm. and I think that that's also rewarding in a different kind of way. But mm-hmm. in order to have three full-time jobs, I couldn't work with really sick people. And so sure. I think it's about improving. And so I like that people that I work with, oftentimes I'm just helping them like this in-between between, you know, being born and dying. Yep. We all have that. Yep. Between, but yep, we all have that. Right. But we can navigate mm-hmm. what that's like in between. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, that's how you and I are framing what, that's what coping is, is navigating what, the in-between life and death. I love it. That is, <laughs> that is, that, that could go to bumper sticker. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you you want to you want to get some some very perplexed looks from fellow motorists, you know? (laughs) What the hell? Uh, Yeah, they're wow. Um, Yeah, no, and I I I do think that um, you know this idea of coping. I mean, just to you know, obviously, it's a podcast about uh, the blend of of Eastern and Western, uh, you know, uh, basically like psychological practices. If you know, obviously, the Eastern. uh, perspective here is coming from spiritual traditions, but I would, I would argue that, um, very psychological in nature. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think our field, um, has a, you know, has some, how do I want to say this, um, responsibility, even dare I say fault (laughs) in, in, in putting out in the world that coping means this getting through it, you know, that, um, especially, you know, uh, Pete and I practice, um, in, in, uh, this behavioral wing of psychology. And, um, you know, we've, we've put out there a lot of like, let's get symptoms down. That was a, that was a historical thing, um, that we've been criticized for. Um, I think rightfully so in some ways, because the focus became on just feel better, just feel better. And I want to be clear. I want people to feel better and there is a time to reduce symptoms. And that's an incredibly important part of our work. And that's not in this, the time between birth and death, like symptoms aren't the only experience that humans have, right? right. Like, we yeah. need to make room to cope with, um, cope meaning as we're now defining it, <laughs> navigate, uh, yeah. other, other uncomfortable, uh, experiences that aren't just about like getting rid of something, you know? Yeah. And I think I, I, the, the spirituality piece, you know, and I think that that's something maybe we can, you know we could dive into a little bit about coping because I think mm-hmm. the, you know, I do think the West has screwed us up a bit in terms mm-hmm. of trying to apply medicine to the human condition, sure. and navigation between life and death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think some people, and I think even as we first started, we would have thought that, Oh my God, you're so dark, you know, like yeah, yeah. navigating between life and death. And it's like, no, that's actually like a radical acceptance of what this life is. Now I don't know what happens after. Yeah. And that's where I, we all rely on some spirituality mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or atheism, whatever we have, there's something that we then do to reconcile what it means after death. Yes. You know? Um, well, well, and I think, you know, that's, uh, well, and I, and to make sure, yeah, to the point about atheism, not to, to alienate our, our, that's uh, right. <laughs> our, our, our atheist listeners as well, that um, what hopefully most people can agree on is we don't, have access to any experience outside of what's happening right now. And, right. and, and the between birth and death is like, that's the time limited uh, yeah. period we have to work within. That's the framework. Right. Um, and, 
yeah, I mean, um, spirituality, uh, can be a really important part of it. And, um, I think part of our job as psychologists has been to, um, in the the way that you and I practice is to really make room for, for that as an important component. If, if that's meaningful to somebody, right. Well, and I think, you know, for, even for atheism and we've all known somebody or worked with somebody, Mm -hmm. uh, a, a tree could be part of your spirituality. And that's why I yes. like that term. I think some yes. reli- religious folk don't like that term, but for me, I find it to be a really all encompassing term. Spirituality. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, same, same. Yeah. I've definitely had conversations uh, before where people will say, uh, you know, I'm not spiritual. Which will just like, that's fine. You, you know, we don't have to use that word or you can. Right. Um, and then I've had those same people then say something along the lines of, you know, I feel deeply connected to, to my family or deeply connected to nature. And I'll say, you know, I think that's really what um, what we're getting at. There with it this is. Lens. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And I and and people have said to me, "Are you, oh, are you Buddhist?" And it's like, no, I don't even know what that means. You know, and I think right. that that's part of my Buddhist practice. Is it's, it's right. part of my spirituality is that I'm actually nothing. You know, like that we're a bunch yes. of protons and neutrons and electrons. Yes. yes. You know, and and that's gonna again, that's another bumper sticker that people would roll their eyes at. But it is part of you know the the interpretation of what suffering actually is and that we realize that, you know, a lot of it's created. And I think I like when I can help people realize that, you know, in a way Mm -hmm. that they can embrace that they have a role in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I had had a good friend who, uh, you know, was talking about like two previous employment positions and he's like, Oh, these managers sucked. And it's like, they, they maybe were, were not great. And you were the, you were the common denominator. So either Mm -hmm. like you have a role in it some way, whether it's allowing someone to talk to you in a certain way. So maybe you could have worked on being more assertive. Sure. I mean, there's all things about interpretation and that's the art of what I love that we do is helping figure out the sort of, it's an art. I mean, I do, it's a science and it's an art. It's it's both. That's right. It's both. Um, as is everything in my, in my (laughs) humble opinion. Uh, Uh, yeah, my humble um, so, uh, you know, before we wrap up here in a moment, Pete, any, um, any last thoughts on sort of, uh, how we're redefining coping here and, 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 uh, what that might mean, um, in terms of, uh, practicing a strategy for coping in addition to, you know, meditation and exercise and all that good stuff. Well, I think we need to copyright that it's the navigation between life and death. <laughs> That's just the capitalist. Thing. All right. Okay. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, frankly, I think what we're trying to do is just educate, you know, and, and if it helps somebody, great. If not, maybe you enjoyed just listening to us chat about this. But I do think, you know, I'll tell you um, a, a little a quick story that when, as you're studying this stuff and even my grad students, they'll be like, oh, I don't know if I should tell people I'm a psychologist, you know, because mm. they're afraid of how people, and yes. I have that sometimes where you have like a worker oh, come yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Pete's famous for that. I'll say, I'll say <laughs> someone asked me, someone asked me what I did. And I said, I work in academics. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a terrible liar. So I, <laughs> I have to blur out that I'm a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't yeah. usually tell people I'm a psychologist yes, for that reason yeah. because yes, I think uh-huh. people just feel. And, and so I have um, this one worker who comes to the house who's wonderful, you know, and I think um, sometimes he just wants to always like, Oh, I had a fight with my wife last week and, you know, or just share some stuff. Yeah. And so it's a very interesting thing to, to, you know, to, but I like sharing with him what coping could be and maybe having some challenging conversations with his wife and, you know, just little tidbits of like what, what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yes. I, I think that's the art of what we do. You know, yes. I think, you, you know, there, the things we're not talking about because it would be illegal, uh, are the, is the science, you know, about yeah. some of what we do, uh-huh. um, you know, in, with, with individual uh-huh. clients, but the truth is the art is what we're sharing, you know, with little sprinkling mm-hmm. of, of the science. I don't know if that, that's, yeah. Yeah, and I think we'll we'll bring in more science. I think we're allowed to talk about the science. 
we're not we're not allowed to to uh, to uh, be <laughs> be therapists to our listeners. <laughs> yes. Sorry, you guys. Um, but but yeah, we we're gonna sprinkle. In we're not your science. therapist, but yeah, we're going yeah. to talk about you know what the science is, what the art yes. is, and how potentially we do it for ourselves as well as with you know our students and people that we work with. Yes. Well, this was cool. So hopefully, uh, I don't know, you know, coping. There it is. Navigating between life and death. Na- and navigating uh, discomfort, the discomfort that shows up between life and death. Let's let's even operationalize it further. Let's get in there. Yeah. Thanks for holding me to it. Of course. Thanks for, thanks for chatting. This Talk to you guys great. next time. Bye. This has been When East Meets West. I'm Dr. Nikki Rubin. And I'm Dr. Pete Economo. Be present. Be brave. This has been When East Meets West. All material is based on opinion and educational training of Drs. Pete Economo and Nikki Rubin. Content is for informational and educational purposes only.